two, three. Because we're famous for this podcast. No, we weren't famous before. Now we're famous for this podcast. It's what we're famous for. All right. Okay. Uh. I feel Obi-Wan Kenobi is a common mistake, right? Like the number one. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, Cause I, <laughs> was he the robot? So the, it would kind of make sense if he was the robot. Like, oh, one. Yeah. Uh, you need numbers to run robots. Oh, okay. C3PO, Obi-Wan Kenobi. Yeah. Right. That's, that's good. R2D2. Yeah. There we go. Right. And, but, so that's why I think Oh, Obi One Kenobi, R two D two, and C three PO one two three. Right, exactly. So like Yeah, so you have that's just actually that's even better evidence than I had. I was just thinking like, oh, he's a robot, the one. I I did think of C three PO, but R two D two, I don't know the story well enough and um Yeah. Nobody does. Start this one over. <laughs> 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 no, no, no. <laughs> um R2D2 and C3PO are what I should have gone to for reasons why Obi-Wan isn't that crazy. Cuz that's just Okay, you, that wasn't yeah. even on. That wasn't even in your mind at all. No, cuz I don't know the story and you know, we don't have to get into me walking out of the theaters right. pouring it, but um yeah i just thought robot one yep robot one yeah robot two um that's <laughs> that's what the r in uh r2d2 stands for oh robot two robot two two yeah robot two mighty ducks two two yeah ducks d3 uh, yeah two D three two. The D stands for D three. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I like this. Because that's what you would do if um you basically want to disown D or the Mighty Ducks movie as part of the franchise. You say D two, we're we're gonna go with that one being the first one and kind of just hope the other one fades out. So then D two two and D two three. Oh, that's a good idea. You know? <laughs> right just just uh you know say that your third movie is just a sequel to the second movie right right yeah that's a good right if the first one's ever not good enough but the second one really hit its stride um that's a move you can make halfway through a good pivoting move i'd say yes the godfather 2 2 yeah right a whole pivoting company <laughs> 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 helps these companies decide what to name the third movie <laughs> right whether it's a whole new thing or uh just the second one too <laughs> yeah and those are the only two options indiana jones 2 the sequel <laughs> to the second one <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I wonder what first ones would you get rid of? I think the only three-piece suit I even know of is Back to the Future. Um, okay. So I think you keep the first one of that. And the and the Mighty Ducks, actually, is the other trilogy. 
that I'm familiar with. So not the case there either. You need both of those firsties. Are there any well-known bad firsties? I don't know. That's a good question. I think it's almost always, uh, no, I, I guess I don't know, which I don't know even, I haven't seen any of the movies, but I, I was going <laughs> to say it's almost always the second one that sucks, but I don't have any examples to back that up. Right. Lord of the Rings 2, The Empire Strikes Back. Yeah. That one sucked. Universally, everybody agrees. Right. The Empire Strikes Back, I think, is considered to be the best Star Wars movie. Okay. Starring Obi-Wan Kenobi. Yeah. What would you guess, uh, since we we know what R2-D2 stands for, what would you guess C-3PO stands for? Um, Carbon-3, polyamorous, um, Obi. (laughs) Obi-Wan Kenobi. (laughs) The whole the O stands for three words, Obi-Wan Kenobi. Um, ah, yeah. Yeah, no, but carbon probably isn't crazy because what? A robot, you need metal, carbon, and oxygen. Yeah. Yeah. I think carbon's a good guess. Yeah. Oh, and oxygen for the O. Oxygen also a good guess, yeah. I don't right. know if um, uh, oxygen has much to do with robots, but... Oh, I guess, right. That's the... Uh, Opposite of what would be involved. Okay, right. Uh, polyamorous probably doesn't belong in there, huh? Tough to know. <laughs> yeah, what is that? Just have, you can have a bunch of relationships, huh? Polyamorous? Yeah, I think you're allowed to have multiple. Uh, yeah. Is it multiple different, um, I was going to say multiple different monogamous relationships, but no, multiple different like committed. actual relationships. Committed, yeah. Yeah. Ships, yeah. Get committed to an insane asylum. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that sounds right. And I think the big thing is there, like, oh, and no getting mad at anybody. Okay, yeah. So, you know? yeah, I'm polyamorous, which just means just cheat on me all you want. <laughs> right. It's classic Pete Muth uh, <laughs> yeah. approach to dating. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, check out the single on Spotify. Feel free to cheat on me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even sure if that's still up there, but um, that, that was just put it back up. Thank you. Yeah, yes. Send us a podcast of you putting it back up there for me, please. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is. I mean, does the world head that direction? And would it be correct to do so? Of uh, feel free to cheat on me, but also um, what love me and cherish me, but feel free to cheat on me too. A middle ground. I think. Uh... There is a a evolutionary biologist. Her name escapes me right now, having never known it. Um, <laughs> but I, she she has a theory that yeah, uh, you know, we our past is polyamorous. Basically, like we evolved to be polyamorous uh, creatures, similar to bonobos. Which, if if you're familiar, they're equally uh, close in relationship to us. Uh, you know, they have an equally close common ancestor to us as do chimpanzees. Okay. So you, you, you're familiar with the fact that like we're closest related to chimps. Yeah, that makes sense. I feel like I've heard that and, and wouldn't have questioned it had I heard it. Yeah. And then bonobos are the, ol- are the other one that you may not be as familiar with, but they're equally uh, as close. Okay. Members to us. I feel like the bonobos got pretty popular over the last 10 years. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, there's a clothing company that's helped. And then uh, 
And then, yes, yeah, probably a couple of documentaries, a couple of things have happened. The Bonobos, there. closest yes. known ancestor. Yeah. That's good. That's good. The yeah. Nobs. Was that uh, Sigourney Weaver you were just doing? Yes. Yeah. Okay. The Sigman. <laughs> That's a perfect Sigourney. The Sigman Gorn. Instead of Sigmund Freud, the Sigman Gorn for Sigourney Weaver. <laughs> what do you think uh, Sigourney's friends called her growing up? Sigourney. Hey, Gorn. Sig. Siggy. Oh, Siggy makes the best baked goods. Siggy. Okay. That's Sigour? terrible. I think yeah. everything is bad. There's no good Sigourney. I like the name Sigourney on its own. But <laughs> if I have to, if I'm actually friends with her, I think it's a struggle. <laughs> right. I do think names, as we've probably covered, are a big piece of like any relationship, friendship, romance. Like you got to not hate the name, I think. Yes. Sigourney, I think, probably had a tough time falling in love with because of that name. Mm-hmm. Siggy the Gorn Man. Yeah. Sigourney. Nee? 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 Nee. Right. Yeah. Nee. Oh, Nee Northrup was our computer teacher. Maybe her name okay. was Sigourney. <laughs> if that's possible. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what a cute lady Nini she was. Nee Sigourney. What kind of a name is that? <laughs> <laughs> right nini sigourney oh that might be a new nickname style you take the last syllable of a name put it twice in front of the name go with the name so like turtur peter muth turtur p yeah turtur okay. p there we go that's not bad turner and hooch <laughs> <laughs> right and then whatever movie it closely sounds like <laughs> you have to change your name legally to that <laughs> <laughs> Tur Tur the P Man. Turner and Hooch. <laughs> get some line to get your name changed <laughs> to Turner and Hooch. You yeah. know the rules. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, what? just calls you Tur Tur for short because they don't want to say Turner and Hooch. <laughs> and whatever that closely sounds like, you have to change your name to that. <laughs> and it's a constant way to feed the economy because you're de you're paying each time to have your name changed yep exactly yeah and they have to start a few new like tag and title companies for names so that you get the money you get from starting a new company <laughs> but yeah, yeah so the 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 chimps that are out there uh are you know they're very jealous and kind of like mm. there's a little it's not monogamous in the sense that like the main alpha male i think uh beds a couple different ladies so it's not monogamous mm. in that sense but um the ladies are not allowed to sleep around on the on the uh the alpha male bro how about that yeah uh, and they do also like kind of pair up they also pair up uh outside of that but it's not fully monogamous i wouldn't say but bonobos are very different and they are uh, very much polyamorous and sex is like a way of bonding and it's used like as kind of a social uh, nobody's really too jealous no, there's not um, it's more of a matriarchal society as well but like nice uh, yeah it's a little little different um, but yeah sex is kind of just like a way of relating to somebody or like sharing yeah a bonding experience with somebody rather than all wrapped up in this whole thing of monogamy. And anyway, this evolutionary biologist uh, 
has a theory that that's what our evolutionary past actually looks like, and we're kind of square peg, uh, round holing this whole monogamy thing in the first oh, place. So interesting. round roundabout way to say, yeah, maybe you're right. Maybe eventually we will go to something more like that. Right, and if you go so far the other way, would that create the same level of comfort with, say, situations where we traditionally do not uh, become close with someone in that way? Like, let's say work. You're not like, oh, hey, so nice to meet you. I'll be working on this project with you and then go have sex. Like, that's absolutely not the way to do things. If that became the norm, would that be worth testing? Like, how, oh, my God, well, all the projects are turned out amazingly now because, you know, the first thing we do when we meet the people we're going to be working on the project with is have sex. Right. I mean, who knows if that I think you'd have to drop a lot of the baggage that comes along with sex, which I think is tough. Right. To change now, like the bonobos have never had all that, so it's easy for them to just be like, "Oh, we're going to do a project together. Like, let's all <laughs> eat each other's asses." And, but I, <laughs> I think for us, yeah, you, we, we've got to break down a lot of barriers to do that. Yes. But maybe it would work out really well. Right, and like, how much time do you dedicate to like those types of exper- experiments? Like, I think those might not be worth even testing because by the time we got our answer, and by the time all the jealousy faded. Um, you know, the project's over, right? The project's over. All the people who have started it died, <laughs> died of, you know, venereal disease from sleeping around with so many coworkers. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, I don't know. Okay. Gotcha. Well, you know, I think anything's worth saying through one time to make sure it's no good. Um, and I think that that falls into that category. Does it? Yeah. I, I'm not sure, but, um, yeah, uh, I think. What what is it that you even said? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know. Um, but along the along the you know things evolve out and like things take time to happen. Along that, um, take it. Take the example with dentists or regular doctors. Will we evolve past needing them? Uh, okay. So you're saying we started out with doctors, then we evolved into dentists. (laughs) What's next? Nothing at all. Right. You got doctors, dentists, what's next? Orthopedic surgeons. Um, (laughs) no, uh, right. No, our teeth just become so money on their own. And like the gums evolve a certain way that they evolve a, a cleaning system of their own. And just by breathing, we, we clean our teeth and like our mouths are healthy. Right. And then all the dentists just, uh, Get some work cleaning them just to make sure. <laughs> right. They're still going to need jobs, so we'll keep them doing the same stuff. They just, just won't have anything to do. Like, hey, everything looks good again. <laughs> right, uh, because we evolved those things, right? No. <laughs> They're a little bit trying to deny the goodness, but they, yeah. they, they, tell, they throw in the towel after a while. It's important you keep coming in and talking to me and let me take a look at those things, even though I've I've never helped once. But (laughs) I I think it's all the same answer, though, Pete. You get the machines taken over. Like, eventually, there's going to be little nano machines that uh, live inside your mouth and kill all the bad stuff and keep your teeth shiny and white and working perfectly. And they kill all the dentists. (laughs) 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 and that's the reason you're not going to need dentists because the things that we thought were going to kill the germs in your mouth actually killed the doctors kill the dentists yeah yeah that's possible too 
Is there um, any concern of them turning on us? You know, like the age-old stupid thing of, well, once the once the robots and computers turn on us, that whole thing, once the nano cleaners turn on us. Yeah, that age-old thing, yeah. yeah. <laughs> be care- dentists, beware. Um, yeah, be careful what you wish for. <laughs> uh, yeah, of, co- of course, I think that's not only uh, a concern, but just definitely what's going to happen. Right. But they might be just too small to do anything. The dentist? (laughs) (laughs) They are on the small side. Would you agree with that? I do think dentists, I think you look at dentists up against 10 other random professions, dentists will be the shortest. They run on the small side. I I wonder if it's... uh, just more convenient to just you're bent you're hunched over the whole time <laughs> <laughs> that's probably i'm laughing that's probably the reason <laughs> all the tall guys just get like bow out really early in the right. process all the it's tall what, guys just got short from being had <laughs> 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 surgery to be shorter so they could do their job better <laughs> yes or yeah it's it's tough it's chicken or the egg like they could have had the surgery because they're like look all the dentists are short i'll never make it in this profession <laughs> being this tall i better have uh, 25 of my legs chopped off have the hair surgery. plugs of dentistry <laughs> yes you know actors have to get those dentists have to you know certain baseball players use steroids dentists get their legs shortened shortened up yeah with by yep. steroids Everyone's got uh, everyone's got their steroid, as right as steroids once said. It's what we're famous for. Um, how about this for an idea to bring the human race together? Um, let's take Irish people and Jewish people. Uh, get a group of each to come together and trade last names. It's like, okay, the O'Flannerys and the Lichtenbergs get together and trade names. And then so going forward, they still look the same. So then the the now O'Flannerys are walking through their neighborhood, predominantly Jewish, and people are like, oh, look, it's it's the O'Flannerys. You're like, what? I thought they were, how are they named that? Well, you know, the world's coming together and you shouldn't just assume what people are based on their name and this is you know, this is a grassroots effort. We know it's going to take some time, but we think this is going to um, make the human race come together more. Okay. So your uh, hypothesis going in is that a lot of racism is uh, due to last names? Well, I think this is, this is jumping way ahead is what it is. This is like, okay, this isn't on the uh, burners yet. This isn't ready for implementation this is like once we fix a lot of other problems maybe a stand on the shoulders would be start blending up the names you know what i mean enough with oh he's this because of his name well who knows we we did that whole trade thing you don't know that that (laughs) i see so you're like well so this is past we're post-racial in this world where it's like okay uh, I can see that this person looks like they would traditionally be assumed to be Jewish, uh, of Jewish heritage. And based on their outfit and their, the curl and like every, you know, not even just like judging them on their look, but their, what they choose for their look too. Sure. 
but I'm I don't care about any of that stuff anymore because we're past that at this right. point. Okay, good. So I, I'm not I'm not uh, prejudging them based on any of that. But now I get to their name, and I'm thinking Lichtenstein, Lichtenberg, whatever you say. Yeah, Lichtenberg, this son of a bitch. And I, <laughs> and then I really start uh, treating them poorly based on the name. And you're then you swoop in and say, "Oh no, their their name is O'Malley now." And now okay, good, good. Now we're now we're in good shape. That's <laughs> I was well. It was less about getting out of immediate danger and more about like, oh, how about that? Maybe I should think about things differently going forward. Maybe I shouldn't jump to any conclusions. And this is an extra little incentive to make sure we don't do that. The Lichtenbergs and O'Malley switch spots. Switch, well, switch spots, but switch names. Yes. Okay. So uh, is there is there a situation here where it's like job application? I got a, I got a racist guy who oh. uh, is like, okay, I'm reviewing applications. I, my uh, daughter was thrown off a cliff by a Jewish man, and so I don't like any jews and now i've got this application from uh steve lichtenberg and i go i'd love to not give him the job even though he's doing so well but then again everybody did switch last names in there so this guy could be irish is that is that the idea so that's interesting right so i'm wondering if that'll just move the prejudice and um bias and conclusion jumping and just like deflect it onto other people for a while. But that's, I hadn't, I didn't have that thought when thinking whether this was a, a good idea, but that's a, da- that's a danger in the idea, I think as well. You don't want to just pass the prejudice along to somebody else. The idea would be to get rid of it. So would the switch, well, well you maybe don't do it for everybody. it'd be a growing pain though. That's what it would be tough. I think that'd be a growing uh, pain of the overall good that this system would do maybe. No, no. I mean, I was making the case that the idea made sense in that context. I'm saying that uh, this guy who's doing the hiring, whose daughter got thrown off a cliff by a Jewish man, he doesn't know whether or not the Lichtenbergs were one of the population that was randomly chosen to get the name changed. So being a good Irish-loving fella, he can't very well not give this guy the job because he doesn't know is this an irish lichtenberg or a jewish there we go they they did a third switch in there too where all the african names got swapped with the uh with the irish jewish names so yeah uh, so what i was really trying to get to the bottom of is where is where does your solution come into play how does it i mean i think the one i just the picture i just painted there is the best one top there that's the best one i've heard um (laughs) yeah because i was just thinking like oh well if we could just quit guessing who people are not that that even means anything anyway and that's why that'd be part of it so but yours is right assuming that everybody knows about this big name switch and that hey look you don't know who you're not hiring anymore so and this will be just like the first dose of the vaccine for you ridding yourself of these biases that you don't even know you have. Mm-hmm. And then the second dose of the vaccine is, yeah, what's the next phase of this operation? You get the name switch and everybody's like, okay, we don't know who's who. Let's let's not even think yeah. about that. Let's not judge anybody based on that. Anyway, so. And you phase two, switch them all back. <laughs> <laughs> right. 
Right. Send them back to the name change thing. Have them pay to do it. You get the economy going. And then, all <laughs> again, all the different Fred's tag and title companies that pop up to handle this sort of thing. All the new money that comes from new businesses. Yes. <laughs> Switch them all back. Everybody gets an email with the pictures and the true ethnicities and the true last names of everybody. <laughs> right. You can correct any mistakes you might have made. <laughs> <laughs> oh, whoops. Hired that guy. That was wrong. Okay, here we go. Yeah, it's like you go back and grade how you did. Right. <laughs> now, I mean, names, names are a part of the uh, overall tapestry i think beat i think it's a good thing to target i think there's been proven to be uh prejudice based on names alone in Mm -hmm. the hiring process so yeah that's let's go for it yeah switch them up all right cool i think that yeah that might one that one might work um and then to to kind of throw two other loves together into one conversation maybe jail and the fact that we are a completely different person after X amount of time because all our cells are different. Okay. So taking our two um, topics we like to talk about. Yep. Could that be a defense to stay out of jail? Like I'm, I'm not guilty. I'm, I'm a completely different. You know, this was 10 years ago. You're pulling me up on this charge. Now I've become a completely different makeup of cells. I'm no longer the same person. I feel like that could be one of those weird defenses that you'd have a documentary about that like worked and they had to change the law because of it or something. Right. That's an interesting one. I think if I was on the prosecution, I would say, well, I have reason to believe that this other guy that you're talking about, that you are committed an even worse crime. So you, you, you pick. What do you want to be? <laughs> oh, that's perfect. Yeah. <laughs> and they have deep fakes ready of everybody doing something. Oh, that's probably, yeah, that's what they should do. Like every year when you register how old you are, <laughs> as, if, <laughs> as if that's something we do now, um, <laughs> they they get a new picture of you for any deep fake um, blackmail purposes. Yeah, I like that. But yeah, I think, <laughs> so if I remember, it's it's like every 10 years or something like that, all your cells but the thing is, not all of them. There are some cells, I think, that don't ever change. Right. So you'd have to make the argument that those are the cells that committed the murder. <laughs> 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 well, that's, yeah, that shouldn't be a problem, so... Still a good idea. <laughs> it is, yeah. 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 I feel like, yeah, groundbreaking things that change the law. Those are those are always uh interesting stories. Like, yeah, we hit before this, we just thought, yeah, sorry, pregnant women, you know, you you don't get any help or whatever. And then the is law it- came out that they have to have help now or whatever. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> or no, they're what- they're still just sorry. What's the help, or, or maybe I'm not familiar with the law that you're talking about, but maybe it was something it about okay, you're entitled to a midwife. <laughs> <laughs> in what? Oh, in prison or something like that? No, just like hey, uh, pregnant women really need help. It's a huge thing. So, like, let's get some laws written about what they deserve. 
In what? In where? Uh, in what context? Like in a in emergency <laughs> room? Or? No, I think just like. Maybe that's how like uh, maternity leave came and like, okay, yeah, you know, we need to put money aside in the taxes to take care of pregnant women. Okay. Gotcha. Or maybe, I don't know. I thought there was something like in the sixties where, Hey, look, well, they can't do this on their own anymore. This is crazy. I see. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. The sixties were a hell of a time. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, <laughs> how about how about another one here? Um, like, okay, a plan to slowly get rid of weapons. It's it, hey, we're not coming for your guns. Relax. Okay. We're very slowly over gonna over time gonna like make bullets weaker and softer. Okay, and like, look, let's keep trying the other ways of of you know getting rid of guns that harm people or whatever, but. This will, let's run this side uh, operation too. I see. Just keep making worse and worse guns, basically. Or, yeah, make the guns worse too. I was thinking just bullets so they so nobody noticed. And, like, that wouldn't get rid of the existing guns. So that's why I'm targeting the bullets. I see what you're saying. Every now and again, and you don't know when, the bullets just explode. Oh, there you go. Right. You're rolling the dice to even have these things, guys. Come on. Yeah. And there's hey, nothing, just- you know. I don't know. I don't know the rights and wrongs, but I it seems like more bad than good. Yeah. I mean, uh, I like the idea of making shooting the guns someone sh- shoot <laughs> the person shooting them some of the time. That's good. You know? Right. Um, and yeah, soft, really soft bullets that don't hurt at all. That'd be good. <laughs> <laughs> Right, and it's it's a slow grind. So by the time they even noticed, like, oh man, God, it was a child the last time we had, you know. And you come across an old set of bullets from when you were a kid, and you're like, holy shit! And that's how you discover what's been happening. Right, used it. My God, these things would have killed somebody if you shot somebody with these. <laughs> yeah, look, look back at the old bullets. Yeah, now yeah. Look back at all the bodies goodness. of people you killed. <laughs> yeah, thank goodness. Over time, we started to. Wise up and make these soft bullets that don't go where you aim them. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, mess with the steering over time, too. The gun steering. <laughs> make it so that it always steers right back into the guy shooting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, that'd be a good one, right? Just slowly turn the nozzle. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, somebody shows up. I was just here for your yearly gun inspection. <laughs> he, he just takes a wrench or whatever tool and just turns it a little bit. Slowly right? bends your yeah. <laughs> All right, yep, everything looks good here. I cleaned it up and put a new set of wheels on it for you. <laughs> uh, yeah. Why is the Why is the nozzle... Start <laughs> convince him he's going crazy. <laughs> right. Yeah. Bending the nozzle of the gun over time. I think it's good. <laughs> a lot of it I feel like a lot of it is just, you know, I, we want we want to have our guns. We want the status of so yeah, but if they do they really need to shoot straight? Do they really need to shoot <laughs> forward and not back the other way? I, I don't know if anybody cares that much about that. 
more just you know the right it's the right to bear arms not the right to shoot forward (laughs) (laughs) yeah okay yeah i think and it might be one of those self-fulfilling prophecies where right because the guns start shooting crooked like well what what choice do we really have like we still like them and you know we're still loyal to guns even though they're not as good as they once were it's better than no gun at all that's right yeah and new technology develops they start putting mirrors on the guns themselves so you can stand backwards and uh still shoot what you're aiming at it's just oh you know, yes a big chunk of the time depending on when you're last bending uh <laughs> was, you're gonna shoot yourself but <laughs> <laughs> right yeah. the mirror business goes nuts the big mirror boom right instead of like scopes and like laser sights it's all mirror based stuff so right. you can see what you're shooting at right uh what are those tools called that like look around corners i always like those stethoscope periscope <laughs> yeah periscope's the thing in the submarine i assume it's basically the same for looking around a corner yeah. And that might just be mirrors, like a genius, the most genius implementation of mirrors we've seen to date. Uh, I think there might be more, uh, more advanced mirror implements. I mean, even just in magic tricks, there's more advanced mirror stuff going on. You're, you're talking about uh, four mirrors to make the periscope. Right. So I'm just saying, stick them at the right angle, you know, and... Or you're saying there's get some video cameras involved now that we're we're better off. No, no, no. I was just challenging whether it's the most ingenious use of mirrors. Oh, four mirrors, right. I, I guess maybe I incorrectly have ingenious as like simple but genius. But no, inge- that's ingenious is just genius, really, huh? One of those rare cases of in just keeping it the same, like infamous means like well, still famous, but uh, whatever. Sorry. No, indefinitely. That's not, that's not what you want. Indefinitely means definitely, right? Indefinitely means, uh, you know, without stopping over a long period of time. That that this uh, The trial continued indefinitely. Okay. Well, the trial continued definitely. Yeah, it definitely <laughs> did. <laughs> no, uh, definitely means, you know... A definite, defined, uh, discrete amount of time. Indefinitely, not a de- not a defined, discrete amount of time. So, like, oh, so it is not definitely. Yeah, because it's always so. used to say that something is gonna like continue. Right. Indefinitely. indefinitely. Oh, okay. Yeah. Without now, I get without it. Without some defined stopping point. Yeah. Makes sense. Okay, so that's not in there with infamous and. I think, uh, no, infamous is not in there either. But I think what you want is a uh, flammable and inflammable. Flammable and inflammable. Right. One means they not both flammable. Mean, no, they both mean flammable, as far as I know. Really? It's inflammable. I think inflammable and flammable both just mean flammable. I mean, I would want that to be the case based on saying that it happens some of the time and, and being 0 for 3 on the ones I brought to the table. So, look, I want it for that reason. But inflammable means flammable? I do believe so. It's one of the weirder ones wow. out there. Okay, cool. I like a... I like when those things happen. I like, you know, having my uh, point be correct, even though I didn't have good examples. Yeah. I don't think you had one example. So if you, yeah. do you have, do you have another one to bring to the table? In, you, inconspicuous means conspicuous. No. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, you, you, you had this whole point with not one 
What what was your uh, centerpiece example that you? I think infamous doesn't mean not. It means like still famous. Yeah, that's a good. That's at least close, right? Yeah, it means uh, famous for a for a bad reason instead of famous for a good reason. Oh, okay, but still right. So they should have gone uh specify each time what the person's famous for then if it's bad but i understand taking a liberty with language yeah. you know we're we're busy guys we look we've made a whole language here <laughs> like come on the, and language is so genius the fact that we have something to say for everything i mean so whoever started it is you know a total genius huge friend of the podcast yes do you think that we're due for a new language um, I would be open to one, but no, I think we have bigger fish to fry. I think you don't want to be teaching people a new language in a, in a period of great, uh, growth and progression. I think you want to wait till the world is closer to where we want it to be before you add a new language. I see. Okay. That's such an example of your privilege that you, <laughs> ha, damn English it. I'm sure speaker. it is. Right. As an English speaker, already just privileged to speak oh. the language that we're foisting upon the rest of the world. Shoot. That you would say, we don't need to create something new. Let's just stick with what I already know. Damn it. Oh, man. I'm so happy to learn something. Thank you. Um, well, that's right. Yes. I would absolutely, sp- I would dedicate an hour of my day to learning a new language if it meant the, uh, the world will progress forward. C- studies come down. The new world language. Uh, everybody has their time slot where you put headphones on and you, it turns off your cell phone. It zaps it off as part of the program and you have to lock in for an hour of your choosing. That's the fair part. We're not telling you when you have to do it an hour a day though, dedicate to making the world a better place. Come on. Just for you to assume that everybody's got an hour. (laughs) Damn. (laughs) Oh God. I love learning though. Good. Okay. So, right, time is a luxury, huh? Time is a luxury item. Yeah, it is. It's a luxury good, yes. Man, plush toy. Yes. Time is a plush toy. Is that, what kind of art should that be? A song, a a painting, or uh, a short story series? I think it's just something some... Somebody says in the show, (laughs) true detective. That's what I think it is. Oh, okay, a line in a drama. Time is a plush toy. Well, I got the whistle. That's all I think I got. Uh, okay. Maybe I didn't set you up with enough. Time is a work. plush toy. <laughs> <laughs> um, time is yeah. a plush toy. It's. Uh... I've equalized every plush toy this side of the Mississippi. <laughs> Denzel and the equalizer. Did you guys have stuffed animals when you were a kid? I think one or two would sneak their way in, but no, we were never like given them or like, you know, entertained in a way. We're like, hey, here's Teddy or anything. No. Okay. You never had a, a teddy bear or like a whatever. Uh... No type of companion. Maybe like a blanket. I might have done the blanket thing, but not to where I was. Um, I don't think it was noteworthy, but like I, I did like to uh, rub soft fabric in between my middle and middle finger and thumb. Oh. That was the closest I think I liked to a uh, a teddy bear. Does that, uh, and maybe this doesn't belong on the podcast, but does that explain the the in any way the uh, phenomenon of 
Fleepsing? Oh, it very well could. I've never made the connection. Right. The drunken fingers might be a direct tie to my uh, enjoyment as a child of like taking just like a piece of a nightgown from the laundry and rubbing it in between those two fingers. Wow. Yeah. That is a huge bomb. Bomb What a bomb. (laughs) Yeah, you really aired yourself out with that one. Holy shit. Okay, Um, so... between those two fingers, you would take mm-hmm. a nightgown. A, 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 you would just get a nightgown out of the dryer, <laughs> drag it up the stairs behind you, and just <laughs> fondle it in between your your fingers. And then um, now, no, no big drunk, trips. Okay, you wouldn't go take a trip to do it. No, <laughs> but like, yeah, just you know, as like a tiny kid, like in your mom's lap, and like, okay. and then just like take a piece of her nightgown and just like put it between my fingers. Yeah, like as like a little comfort thing and just like a nice soft sensation i suppose wow yeah and then now you have a couple drinks it goes back to your rep- reptilian part of your brain that uh harkens back to that time and wow. yeah your drunken brain has got a piece of a nightgown in there while you're yes having the time of your life you're uninhibited right. you've you've uh you've managed to create a situation where you're constantly comforting yourself so that you're in kind of a euphoric state. That is not even crazy. That's, I think that's correct, huh? Damn. That's, wow. What a code to crack, man. That's great. The drunken that's... Fleeb's hands are a, are a call to arms for uh, being a child. I don't know. Not call to arms, but um, right. Uh, uh, trying to get back to that or something. Or just, yeah, again, it's uh, when your brain is in that some kind of a comforted state like that, it's sort of like, uh, you know, a Pavlovian kind of thing. It just, it's just firing off because of the same part of your brain that used to fire off when you were doing that, something like that. Yeah. It might not even be a, a cause and effect thing. It might just be a, these two things go together kind of thing. Right. I think it might have been, to answer a question about the dragging, dragging them upstairs i think it would be like if i was being like a shitty person like go put that in my hands like i just and i would like be stupid enough to get distracted by it too was part of maybe the the gimmick like give him the like soft thing to touch okay gotcha right he's a total freak (laughs) (laughs) he's sick yeah and i guess i uh we're we're defining some terms on the podcast here but uh fleebsing and thiebsing is there a difference between the two i i want to say fleebs is the verb and thiebs is the character who's doing it oh maybe yes, yes that's right he that was thiebs he was fleebsing he was fleebs yeah thiebs was fleebsing right there we go thiebs thiebs went down to the dryer Got a nightgown, dragged it up the stairs, and is now fleepsy. <laughs> yes, exactly. Okay. That's the uh, word problem in the uh, fleebsing book of mathematics. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. I wonder if I have anything like I'm sure, you know, you break anything down into its, uh, into yeah. its six, six constituent parts, and I'm sure. Uh, right. Yeah. I think yours was uh, wanting to make that one part of your hand really soft. Yes. Okay. Yeah. You know, that's, that's basically, uh, Eve scene of some kind, whatever. Right. Yeah. Just like beating it up, making it nice and soft and like having a nice soft corner of your hand. I, I totally, I, I tried to hop on board for a while. I couldn't keep up, but I, I got it pretty soft. Yeah. It's still, I'm giving it a shot right now. It's still there. 
it's yeah. still yeah not a bad thing to mess with if you got right. nothing else going on you got no nightgowns around get in there right honestly yeah that is just a two-finger uh comfort source much like yes. our friends over at the nightgown <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know if it it manifests itself in you know adult life in like an accidental way or in like a I don't know if I'm ever doing it completely unconsciously, but maybe I am. Who, how would mm. I know? Yeah. The only other um, weird one I had was I saw this kid I went to camp with um, fold his ear and stick it inside itself and make it stick. And it was like, holy shit, that's so hilarious. How do you do that? He was like, I just like bent my ear like for like three years and just made it real soft. And now I can do that. I was like, holy shit. And I worked an entire summer on it and got to where I could do it too. And then just, it, it's gone now. But um, yeah, fold your ear, stick it inside itself and it stays. And you dedicated yourself to doing that too. That's I did that for a whole summer. Yep. Got there and did it. My, it was sticking. And I was like, okay, like my, I have these like hot headaches. That's probably why I started getting migraine headaches. <laughs> 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 I would just have this like hot ear, like ah, it fucking hurts or just like, I think it makes me sick or something. That's wild that you would uh, see him doing that and think for a second that you wanted to try that. I, the, yeah, felt like a fun little gimmick. Was it like a party trick where he was getting positive attention for it? Yes, he would do it and then like walk into a store and people would look and, you know, or he would do that in front of people. People like, oh my God, look at that. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Because other, otherwise, the first thing that would come to mind is like, thank goodness I don't have whatever problem made him do that. But I mean, I would, if, if you see that you can undo it so cutely and sometimes, it, and you, you'd put it in there then you'd have maybe like 15 seconds, then it would just cutely like unfold itself, you know? Okay. Yeah. That was pretty so, cute and worth it. Sort of like a, some video that's really satisfying. One of those things on the, uh, on the, yes. somehow this video is really satisfying. Okay. Yeah. I think so. And it's, it's one of those things, uh, those little toys you push in and, and then sit on a desk and you wait for it to pop. It was a little bit. You know, that type of okay, sensation. Yeah. Yeah. Some type um, of visual ASM, ASM ear. Right. Kind of exactly. Thing. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Um, Whenever he gets drunk, his ear just naturally does that on its own. Just shove itself. <laughs> into it. Yeah. Oh man. Right. Cause that was, that was his happy place as a child. And that's where he got the most attention and he, oh, and he hasn't been able to get the same type of attention since. Right. The other one that we did was the dead finger which the you, dead you, you finger the dead finger was i involved yeah. with the dead finger i think so i think you were one of the founding members no I, I, <laughs> <laughs> the dead finger uh it's part of the reason that i can do this let's see if you can hear it part of the reason i can do that which is just like one finger hitting another finger and part of the reason why i'm very good at this which is that's just the sound of one hand clapping right can one you, hand you, feeding the other can you one hand clap pretty well no, yeah, I wouldn't that's... say well. I'm not getting any big pops, I don't think. Okay, yeah. I'm, I, I think I can one-hand clap better than uh, some people can two- or three-hand clap. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think I'm already top 25% in the country. <laughs> Just from dedicating your past eight seconds to it? Yes. Uh, but as a, the reason that I feel like I'm pretty good at those things is because a friend of my uncle's... Uh, you know, unveiled this trick to my brother and I uh, called the dead finger where he just would whip his 
uh, ring finger, basically make it completely loose and whip it around like a, like a whip. And then he would like break pencils with it and like put holes through, you know, a piece of cardboard and paper plates. Oh, with I'm his, remembering this now. Yeah. Yeah. With the dead finger. And so si- similar to you, uh, I spent a lot of time just stretching my ring finger back and forth, just stretching it, stretching it until now it's very, very loose and I can, yeah, whip it like a whip. I could, uh, you know, come up behind somebody and whip them in the back of the neck with my, uh, with my, you know, ring finger. And I think it would smart. Now, if a lot of humans did that, would we start to evolve that way? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think so, yeah. I do think so. <laughs> I do think that's right. It's what we're famous.